Let me tell you about real estate agents. I trust uh, dot com. Stu is in uh, the greatest situation. He he has a house that uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say bought for his mom. Thank God you're a good son. Uh, and uh, it wasn't the right thing. So he, he had to sell the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, that usually is bad. But in a, yes. <laughs> in a buyer's market or I mean a seller's market like it is now. We won't have a complete catastrophe, right. which is all I'm rooting for these right. days. And so he needs a real estate agent that knows how mm-hmm. to, because there's a bidding war going on. Uh, you know, do I do I hear 250? Do I hear 275? How about 300, <laughs> 300, 300? Do I have two, 375, 375? I mean, it's crazy what's happening here. This is when you, in this moment, in this market, you really have to have the right agent to know you what really is do. going on. You do, you do. On either side, if you're in a state that sucks, uh, or a, uh, a state that is like Texas, uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. We will help you find the right real estate agent. Realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, last hour of the week. Next. Glad you're here today. It is a great day to be listening to this program because we are offering solutions for you. Last hour, we talked about the corporations that have all gone woke. How do you how do you help there? What do you do? Well, we talked to the uh, uh, executive director of ConsumersResearch.org. ConsumersResearch.org. And you got to go back and listen to the podcast and hear that interview. They are taking a hard stand and they're gonna do something I think is very effective. Just check it out at consumersresearch.org. Also, last hour, we talked about the cancel culture and there is a new organization that is just being put together uh, and we kinda had its its outing, if you will, uh, today on the program. It is the unsilenced majority these are the people that are really upset about the cancel culture and they are doing something about it. You can follow them on Parler at unsilenced.org or just watch their YouTube videos at Unsilenced Majority and you can find them at unsilencedmajority.org if that's your thing. This hour, we're going to talk about the out of control spending and debt. Is there anything happening on the grassroots level? Yes, there is something big. We'll get into that this hour. Also, critical race theory. How can you as an average parent do anything? I'm going to introduce you to our next guest. She's done something and it's incredible. And we'll talk to her in 60 seconds. It's Friday. The Glenn Beck Program. Oh, that's my time to talk. Uh, Let me tell you about our uh, commercial sponsorship. It's blinds.com. I get excited when I hear the words up to 35%. I like that. I like that. It's uh, it's kind of exciting. It's kind of like, oh, wow, I can save. My wife didn't realize how much money we could save on blinds and shades and shutters. 
uh, when we were looking, this is like two and a half years ago, three years ago, we were looking for something. And uh, she was looking at other sites and uh, she started looking on blinds.com. And I got home and she said, look at the money we're saving by going to blinds.com. And I said, hey, did you did you put in Beck as a promo code? What? Good Lord, woman, have you not listened to my show ever? And she's like, I just forgot. And uh, so she put yeah, right. Beck in the promo. I know. <laughs> she put Beck in the promo code. She's, she's with the tennis coach or something <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. three hours Obviously. every day, yeah, I'm sure. We're all um, clear on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I felt good. so bad for the doctor and the nurse yesterday that, you know, I was having, uh, you know, look have them look at my skin dermatology you know for the cancer thing that you have to do when you get older and uh and they were both fans and they saw me naked and i'm like i'm sorry i'm so sorry i mean now when you listen you're just gonna have that picture in your head and i mean i don't even want to have that picture in my head i apologize so deeply for it anyway so she put back into the uh the promo code at blinds.com and we saved i i, I mean it was like almost I don't remember. It was it was a lot of money. And she was like, wow, your name finally does something for me. Uh, rules and restrictions may apply. Check out the savings up to 35 percent off everything site wide from blind shades, interior shutters and even outdoor shades. Blinds dot com. Promo code Beck. So my staff tells me I am going to love Robin Steenman. Uh, she is with Moms for Liberty, which makes me like her already. Uh, Robin, welcome to the program. Hi, Glenn. How are you? Very good. Now, you're in Tennessee. I am. Okay. And you just started Moms for Liberty? I started the Williamson County chapter of Moms for Liberty on April 6th. Okay. Uh, and uh, what brought you there, or what are you guys doing? What brought me there was your show, actually. I heard about Moms for Liberty on your show on March 1st, and when they talked to you, they had seven chapters in three states. And also on your show, I heard Dr. Yan Wu speak from the Californians for Equal Rights. Isn't she great? She, was, she is amazing. amazing. I was so impressed with her. Yeah. And she was telling us all about the California's new ethnic studies curriculum. Mm -hmm. so, and so, so three months later, yep. Wen Yan Wu is coming to Franklin, Tennessee to speak to our now 1,100 strong Williamson County chapter of Moms for Liberty Holy at our cow. CRT 101 event. <laughs> 1,100 members in your county? Yes. Good for you, Robin. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, that's I just want to give you credit and gratitude because your words matter. You talk about mm. a line in the sand. Where's your line? Well, the Williamson County School Board and our superintendent, Jason Golden, crossed that line for me when they hired a diversity, equity, and inclusion firm to make policy for our students. Wow. And that's when I, so, armed with the knowledge that you gave me, I moved to action. And so you have 1,100 moms in your county. That's got to be a... Moms and mad dads. <laughs> it's got to be an, a, a, a large number showing up to the, the PTA or the uh, school board meetings. We, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, have, have, have you announced your presence at the school board? And, and have you seen any changes yet? Or are you just at the beginning of this? 
we're we're in the middle of it really the the crucial point is going to be about the third week in june when this stuff is up for a vote but the needle has moved already we've been meeting with every single school board meeting just pockets of their constituents and i've been present at each meeting and we're explaining to them what diversity equity inclusion really is and do you really understand what you're voting for and you should also understand that it's not a good idea okay so so uh uh your your next event you you haven't had um uh you haven't had uh, uh miss wu in yet have you wenyan wu she she was here on wednesday on wednesday our, this week our okay. crt 101 event was wednesday and she and several others robbie starbuck dr gary thompson and dr beth myers all addressed the parents of williamson county to educate them about TRT, how to define it, how to articulate it, and how to push back against it. That is fantastic, just fantastic. And did you have any? Did you have anybody show up that wasn't sure that what you were talking about was real? Did you did you change any minds that night, or were those all people that already knew? I know at least one. There was a a gentleman that came forward in our panel question and answer session. And wasn't convinced. And the panel of speakers really took the time to explain the concepts to him. And he seemed to he seemed to change his mind. That is great. That is great. Well, keep up the hard work. And if there is anything that we can do for you, Robin, or if there's any Moms for Liberty out there groups that we can help you, um, you just let us know um, because you guys are going to be the ones that stop critical race theory. I, I read a story yesterday. You see this, Stu, that 20 states now have laws against it. They've now passed laws saying, nope, it's not going to be taught in our schools. Hmm. And I saw that and I thought, only 20? <laughs> and, I, and then, then my next thought was, I mean, there should be 45 states with that law passed. And then I thought, no, there should be 50. There should be 50. And we're not even at half yet. There's a lot of education that needs to happen. And you on, on the right closest to your school are going to be the ones that make the impact. Robin, thank you so much for calling. Thank you. Um, Go ahead. Okay. Well, I, I listened to your earlier show and I heard the consumersresearch.org and I had a pitch for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually have anti-CRT legislation on the governor's desk, and there seems to be a delay in signing it. Really? Here's my pitch. Right. Is uh, to Bill Lee and to Jason Golden, our superintendent, how about serve your students? Stop serving the woke left lobby. Excellent. Excellent. Hashtag. What's your governor's name? Bill Lee. Bill Lee. Hashtag Bill Lee. Why? Why are you serving the woke left over your students? That's great. Robin, thank you so much. God bless. Thank you, Glenn. You bet. Wow. That's amazing in Tennessee that they can't get the governor to sign that. Bill Lee, shame on you. Well, let's, yeah, let's see. I mean, who knows? You never, never know of these things. Might be a big desk. But, Might be on a corner. He's looking for it. Yeah. And he's like, where is it? These are very large I desks. look all the way over there on that part of my desk. It's a very big desk. You're right, Stu. I'm glad we, I'm glad we uh, we cleared that up. By the way, um, something else on CRT. Uh, Vody Bachman has been on this program before. He is an American born, I think, in Watts, 
he grew up in one of the worst places in uh, in L.A. He had a very strong mother. And she said, you're going to do something with your life. And he has. He's a, uh, a doctor of religion, I think. Uh, he was a pastor. He is now running a, a university in uh, Africa. He left because about 10 years ago, he started speaking out against critical race theory. This guy was on this long before, and he's black. And so the left did everything they could to destroy him. Well, he, uh, he just recently, he was supposed to be here this week uh, so we could have him on a podcast live in person. Uh, but he, is, uh, he just had quadruple bypass surgery. He's doing really, really well. And thank God, because his voice is so important. His voice, it, he is so clear on what critical race theory is and how to fight it. He has done decades of research on it. He's been following hero. it for a very long time. Absolute hero, this guy. Oh, hero, mm -hmm. hero. I mean, he's being called every name under the sun. Uh, but I, I want you to hear this podcast. It's available now at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save. Uh, but it'll come out tomorrow on YouTube. Also, wherever you get your podcast, it'll be out tomorrow at some point. I I, I asked him, uh, how, how do you talk to your kids? Because my daughter said, you know, this is like eight months ago. My daughter said, Dad, it's not good enough to be uh, uh, against racism or to not be a racist. You have to be anti-racist. <laughs> anti-racism is a key word. And I asked him, how do you deal with that? I'll give you his answer in 60 seconds. First, our sponsor is Goldline. I've said for years, you should be putting some of your money of your portfolio into precious metals. Well, Goldline is giving you a little extra incentive right now, as if you need more of an incentive. A lot of people, including me, have put money in Bitcoin, but I've put money in Bitcoin that I, you know, I thought long ago. And I thought, you know, if I'm, I'm fine with losing this amount of money, uh, you know, because it's a bet. Well, as you see, Bitcoin is what, down 30 to 35,000 now? I saw 37 last 37. time. I mean, it's, it, been a, it's, it's been a roller coaster. Right. And the government is starting to come out yeah. against it. And uh, it, I mean, it might be worth nothing. It might be worth a million dollars a coin. I don't know. But I do know this. Gold is the thing that the world always runs back to. China is already putting all their gold reserves up. They have spent a lot of money just stockpiling gold because they want to be the world's reserve currency. Russia is also stockpiling gold. China is actually buying gold mines. All right. Um, they're going, we're going to return to a gold standard. It always happens. Your money is going to become worthless. And the time is here. Now, here's the incentive. The first 75 qualifying orders placed will receive a free copy of the Crisis Preparedness Handbook ship directly to you this is a book that i have read and it makes it so easy and not overwhelming it's the best crisis preparedness handbook i've i've ever seen um you can get it now if you if you are trying to find out about gold or silver if it's right for you if you make a purchase self-directed ira special you call them ask how you can get started 
you also will qualify to win that book or to take that book away uh, with all qualified purchases. It's 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Do it now. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, so yesterday uh, in my podcast, I spent some time uh, with Vody Bakum, and I asked him to explain anti-racism. Listen. Anti-racism, and, you know, this is popularized really uh, by Ibram Kendi in his book, How to Be an Anti-Racist. And Kendi argues that the opposite of racism is not not racist. The opposite of racism is anti-racism. And here's what he means by that. When you see racism as systemic, not personal animosity, as we would see from a from a biblical perspective, from a traditional perspective, right? It is the hatred of a person, um, despising a person, looking down on a person because of their particular race or ethnicity. No, no, no. Kendi and the critical race theorists are arguing that racism is systemic. So you see disparate outcomes, um, you know, and whenever you see disparate or unequal outcomes, you are seeing the product of systemic racism. Now, in the traditional sense, if racism is hatred of another person because of their race, then what I want to be is not racist. I don't want to have hatred towards another person in my heart because of that person's race. But if racism is systemic, then if you're just not hating people, but you're not tearing down the system that is creating disparities, then not racist is actually racist. <laughs> and you've got to move beyond that to anti-racism, which means that you're constantly problematizing, right? Mm-hmm. Being critical in the oppressor oppressed, you know, uh, me- mode and looking for areas in the system that are creating disparate or unequal outcomes and fighting against that in order to get equal outcomes. So that's why Nelson Mandela, uh, Martin Luther King, can now be called racists. Yeah, Frederick Douglass. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, they definitely can. It's amazing. You know, this whole idea, we started, you know, tearing down statues and whatnot. Um, that, that, there's no end to that. There, there's no end to that. Um, I, I chuckled recently as a school, I think in Chicago, was considering renaming itself after Barack Obama. And they decided not to rename the school because Obama didn't do enough for illegal immigrants. Mm. Now, listen, if Obama's not woke enough for you, nobody is. Nobody is. And that's the point. Nobody is. Because you can always find some other intersection, if you will, and press at that point. And you can problematize anything. It is a fascinating conversation. He knows it. He knows the history of it. We talk about it. You will understand uh, the CRT movement, the critical race movement, like you've never understood. If you don't, if you have no idea really what it's about, you will. You can come at this 
as somebody who knows nothing about it, you can also come to it with, you know, I've, I have a fair knowledge uh, about it, and I understood it much better after talking to him. By the way, he's also wrote, uh, wrote the book Fault Lines, uh, Fault Lines, the Social Justice Movement and Evangelicalism's Looming Catastrophe. He says the church is done. If the church doesn't understand what critical race theory is or any critical theory, he said, if you don't know what that is and you have it, that infection, it is cancer and your church will fall and be part of the problem. Uh, He's very, very clear. You can find that podcast available everywhere tomorrow uh, or you can find it right now if you're a member of Blaze TV. Oh, man. We're trying to trying to highlight people that have made a difference. In a few minutes, I'm 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 going over to uh, Mercury One to teach 300 students about the history of America with David Barton and his son. We're uh, it's a two day uh, lesson, so I'll be in there for for two solid days, um, and I can't wait to meet the students. And these are families and uh, kids and adults. Uh, but also, before that, I have a meeting right after this show with um, Richard Paul Evans. He's uh, the guy who wrote The Christmas Box, which sold, I don't even know, 10 million uh, copies. Um, he, he also wrote the Michael Vay series with us, and I partnered with him on Michael Vay. And it's the 10-year anniversary Jeez, of right. Michael Vay. That is a, uh, I don't even know, uh, five 10 million copies have sold already of Michael Vay. Uh, and it's such a great book. And he was talking about all of the people, all the kids that have read it that have been changed and they love the characters and the main character has Tourette's. They all have something they're made fun of in school. It's a great book. Even as an adult, I loved this book. Um, really smart holds values. True. It's great. Rafe, I said to him the other day, I said, I'm trying to convince Richard Paul Evans to write another one as the rest of the world is trying to make him write another one. Uh, And he said, can we read it together? He was six when we started reading these, six or seven. And he is now a 16-year-old boy and he still wants to read Michael Vay. It, it is a great series. If you've, if you've not read it, start it with your kids. Just look it up. Michael Vay. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, apparently, uh, apparently, I think that sold more than Cuomo's book. I'm not, I'm not sure on that. We'll have to check, but it may have. Um, Raycon is our sponsor this half hour. That means summer is here. You're going to be outside. You're going to be doing things or, you know, in Texas, you're going to be inside. Anyway, um, you can listen to your favorite music and you can listen to it at half the price of the Apple eye sticks, the stupid sticks that stick out of your ears. I hate those things. Those are uncomfortable. Uh, they're expensive. They fall out of your ears. 
Raycon is the answer. If you feel that way about Apple, you're going to love Raycon. They sound great. They have customizable gel tops that that come with it that are uh, comfortable for your in-ear fit. They don't fall out. Cool colors, half the price. They go for, I think, six hours of solid play before they need to be recharged. And 15% off all their products right now at buyraycon.com slash Beck. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to get that podcast from Vody Bacham early. You can use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck program. Today, we have covered a lot of things. It was kind of a good news program. There are, you're not alone. There are people doing big things all around the country, and all you need to do is uh, join them. If you missed any of this program, go back and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Uh, the, uh, the corporations going woke, fighting against it. We talked to an organization that is fantastic and uh, what they're planning on doing. Also, the cancel culture, another organization that has just popped up. They're going to fight the cancel culture uh, uh, thing. Then uh, CRT. We gave you just a few minutes ago two ways where you can fight uh, as a parent in your local community against critical race theory. Now, how about the debt? But people don't understand is... The government is buying up land. They have a 30 by 30 uh, goal under the Biden administration. You can look it up on the White House website. It's under the America the Beautiful um, uh, statement. And you will see they have a plan of owning 30% of all, Amer- of all of America to protect it. That means they're not going to be having you drill oil there. They're not going to have you use BLM land. They're protecting it. Uh, and this is absolutely unconstitutional. But they're doing that at the same time they're spending us into oblivion. We will be slaves to this debt. I think we are already. But the taxes and whatever is coming our way, it, they're going to have to destroy the dollar. And reset the dollar. Now, the president of Americans for Prosperity is with us. His name is Tim Phillips. And he is working on a grassroots organization on Stop the Spending Spree. You can find that at StopTheSpendingSpree.com. Tim, welcome. Good morning, Glenn. So glad that you're here. Uh, Is anything that I said about the dollar, I mean, roughly, I'm sure we disagree on, on finer points, but... Do you see a way out for the dollar to remain the 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 reserve currency of the world if we continue down this road? There's no way. At some point, we're going to reach a tipping point. We're already seeing tremors, Glenn, the, the inflation that we're already seeing in the first 100 days of this administration. The, the anemic jobs reports two months in a row at a time when those job creation, Glenn, should be exploding. A lot of that is the spending, overheated spending that the government is doing. And there's, I mean, it's, you're exactly right. This would be the biggest recovery of all time, the fastest and biggest recovery. I think Donald Trump, I, I worried that that, that V shaped recovery wouldn't happen. Uh, I think it would have, if, 
it the was, government it was, was out of our happening. way. Yes. It, yeah, it was already happening. No question about that, Glenn. And when you look at the $1.9 trillion they just spent a few weeks ago, the 2.3 in this, and I'm doing air quotes, you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes, the <laughs> infrastructure bill yeah. with the tax increases thrown into that. And don't forget, a nearly almost another $2 trillion on what the, the uh, universal pre-K and the free community college, all told together, another $4 trillion approximately that they're already proposing, uh, Pelosi, Biden, and Schumer. Uh, it is an absolute tipping point. We're going to lose this reserve currency. We're going to see inflation. You know, I was a young boy in the late 70s, so I don't really remember it, Glenn. I remember I it because my, my, my folks were in business for themselves, and I remember them talking about 18% uh, interest rates. We, I mean, we can't do an 18% loan. They're, they're killing us. No. And, and think about this. We've had artificially low uh, interest rates. At some point, even if the Fed tries to keep them low, with inflation exploding, if that continues, Glenn, we're going to see interest rates go up because the market's going to drive it, even if the Fed tries to stop it. And that means the servicing, the debt we already have and that we're piling up by the trillions right now, it'll eat up an even bigger portion of the federal budget. Yeah, we, that's what we're looking out here. We had, um, I think it was 7.6 was the Fed rate in the early 80s or late uh, 70s, uh, right around there. If we had a 7.5% interest rate today, it would be about $2 trillion just in the servicing of the debt. $2 trillion. Right. Our whole budget is three. That's right. <laughs> and no way out. I mean, I, I, it's, so what, what we're talking about here is a spiral that could literally wipe out this economy of ours. I, 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 don't, I don't think that's an exaggeration. Certainly our prosperity and freedom would be wiped out or curtailed. So, with, uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a crucial moment for the country right now on the spending and size of government. Front. It's going to be hard with forbearance, with the, with the uh, if you understand what the government did and forbearance and what that's going to mean to renters and people who own their houses who haven't paid the, the, the rent or the mortgage for a while, uh, I, I think you're going to have a lot of people that are going to be uh, ready for the government to give them yet another handout. The Republicans are almost useless in Washington. How are you going to convince the American people that this has got to stop? The media is not going to help us. We know that, the dominant media. Uh, sadly, the, the corporate culture, and you were just talking about what's happening there with this woke and uh, the woke uh, move, uh, and, and frankly, the drift toward a partnership with government rather than freedom among a lot of big business. Sadly, sadly to say that what we're doing in Americans for Prosperity is a congressional district by congressional district march to build grassroots support awareness to go after in a constructive way to go after this infrastructure bill to make sure that we're delivering tens upon tens of thousands of individualized contacts to these members offices, because here's what we're finding. The first three, four months of this new Congress, they've been able to run through in the House of Representatives some extreme legislation. I know you've covered it, this election bill, the PRO Act, so much else, under the radar screen. 
And so on this infrastructure bill, we know we've got the summer ahead of us, the late spring and summer to raise awareness. So we're doing rallies, events, and backing them with follow-up advertising and, and further community efforts in the goal of literally driving tens upon tens of thousands of Americans to call their House members, because that's where this next spending bill originates. They all originate in the House, but that's the fulcrum right now. And here's the thing. We're only talking about needing to flip, I believe, roughly a dozen, dozen and a half Democrats on this big tax and spend package. And so we've got to make sure the Republicans are feeling pressure, because you're right. On spending, they have been a disaster, Glenn. You know that. Disaster. You've documented it. They've been mm-hmm. a disaster. So left to their own devices, they will drift away. So we've got to make sure we maintain pressure on them that they don't get a free pass here, that if suddenly uh, the Democrats are in a jam on this infrastructure bill and they announce, you know what, we're going to do a bipartisan skinny well, infrastructure. D- Instead d- of 2.3, we'll only spend a trillion two or a trillion three right. more. D- didn't didn't have a didn't uh, what's his name? Turtlehead uh, McConnell. Didn't McConnell already say that he was going to do that? They've already, they have already started talking about that. And so what? that's why it's not only the Democrats. We're yeah, yeah. also making sure. And, and here's the thing, Glenn. Some of the most rock ribbed Republican House members on the Second Amendment or on uh, life issues or on other issues. When it comes to spending and the size of government, they just go wobbly, or not even yeah. wobbly. They just lose their way. That's yeah. why I know you may be listening today, and you may be thinking your listeners, hey, my House member is great. Don't assume that. Make sure that if they're a Republican, you're calling them, and you're saying literally, hey, I don't want to see this $2.3 trillion tax and spend infrastructure. I don't want to see a supposed skinny infrastructure at a trillion one or a trillion two. Our nation can't afford it. They've already appropriated so much money anyway they can readjust they can adjust some of the money they've already appropriated to focus on roads and bridges which is a core function of government so that's why we're asking people make sure your house member is locked in and feeling uh, your feelings your beliefs on this yes we got a few dozen uh, democrat districts i was just in um, i'm still in dallas by the way i was mm-hmm. in congressman Allred's district in the dallas suburbs last night for a big event at the museum of, of biblical uh, art great crowd of folks there kicking off the pressure effort to, to move him away from pelosi on this i was in the Detroit suburbs two days earlier, Glenn, in Slotkin, Congresswoman Slotkin's district in Oakland County. Yeah, we've got our targets that we think are the most, you know, the the Democrats in these swing districts that we do think we can move. But we're asking listeners, your listeners, which are such a potent force, to not assume their own House member. Even a lot of Republicans who were good on so many, you know, other issues Mm -hmm. on spending, they just go south. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the water in Washington, Glenn. I don't know. I don't get it. But Republicans, this is the biggest issue where they fall short, in my view, is government spending and the size of government. Okay, so, so, so how, can our, how can our listeners get involved and, and help? Besides can, making sure that they're congressmen, yeah, that's the first thing. But yeah, what else can they, they can do? Also, we're going to be doing a lot of social media on our Facebook page. You can go to Americans for Prosperity on Facebook or the Stop the Spending Spree website. Uh, Go to that site and we'll cue you in to events that are coming up when they're in your area. Turn folks out. Or frankly, Glenn, in Dallas last night, 
We had folks that were driving over from other districts just to be a part of this so they could go back to there. We had a group from, from San Angelo, a long mm. drive, as you know, across oh, Texas yeah, yeah, last yeah. night, coming to this event last night because they said, hey, look, we want to go back home. We want to show our support in this all-red district, but we're going back home tonight when this is over. And our Republican rep out there, we're going to start a group right here on Stop the Spending Spree that is getting emails and calls and contacts into these House members. Everyone has a social media footprint just about these days, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, MeWe, whatever it is. There's so many platforms. Parlors back up so many. Make sure that you're using those platforms to, to tell your friends and allies out there, hey, it's a big moment. Talk to your member about this infrastructure bill, about all this spending Tell them to vote no and make sure whether they're Republican or Democrat, you're delivering that message. That You can't just say, oh, it's only these 27 or 30 Democrats we got to worry about. Candidly, it's every member. Oh, it is. You're right. It Leader, is. Uh, Senator McConnell w- was wobbly on this or is already talking about a, some kind of skinny bill. Uh, even members that you may be going, oh, they're good on pretty much every issue. Maybe they are. And I, I think a lot of them are. On spending, it's not true. They're just, they're almost okay. all bad. So. Use your networks, your personal footprints. Go to these events. You can hit this website. You'll see the events upcoming for us. Uh, for example, Monday, I'm going to be in Florida on one of the Gulf Coast districts there. Uh, it's, it, it's, a, it's a national effort, but locally focused okay. on your house member. All right. Tim Phillips, the president of Americans for Prosperity. You can find them at Americans for Prosperity. You can also go to StopTheSpendingSpree.com. If this is your issue... I mean, we can't we every issue can't be mine. You can support by attending these things. But if this is your issue, organize and reach out to them. They will help you um, make sure that your district has the right person in Congress. This is vital for our survival. Stop the spending spree dot com. Tim, thank you so much. We'll talk again. Yes, sir. Glenn. God bless. LifeLock. Here's a fun thing for you to know. Only about 5% of cyber criminals out there get caught. 5%. Many of them commit thousands of cyber crimes each, sometimes hundreds of thousands each. If you're one of those people who thinks it never happened to me, uh, no, that's what the cyber criminals think. I'm never going to get caught. And that's mostly true. Cybercrime is a popular thing. It's on the rise, and it is time for you to get LifeLock. It is important to understand that cybercrime and identity theft will affect your life. Now, there is one group that has been out there. I think they invented this category back in the 90s. I used to make fun of them. You want my social security number? Here it is. Uh, You know, it was like it was crazy back in the 80s and 90s. Nobody had an idea. They were way ahead, and they still are. Now, nobody can you know, stop all cybercrime from happening to you, but they are not only the best, they will see the things that most people will miss. And if something slips through the cracks, they have a team to work and fix it. Save up to 25% off now your first year at LifeLock.com with the promo code back. LifeLock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com, promo code back, save 25%. The Glenn Beck Program. So Chris Cuomo is back in the news. Uh, He apparently was advising his brother on his ability to ignore his sexual harassment complaints against him and that he should stay in office. And this has become a bit of a controversy. But is it a surprise in any way to anyone? Remember back when the pandemic began, 
Chris Cuomo requested to interview his brother, the guy running the response for the biggest catastrophe in the world with coronavirus. Just that. Just that's an act of journalistic malpractice. Just asking to interview your brother in that situation. The consequences from CNN? Nothing. Then, he brought him on the air. Did he ask him any tough questions at all? No, they had silly skits together the entire time. Consequences from CNN? Nothing. Then, when things started going bad publicly, they were always going bad privately, but things going bad publicly for Andrew Cuomo... He refused to cover it. Consequences from CNN? Nothing. So why wouldn't he advise his brother about the sexual harassment complaints? Why wouldn't he do that? What would he possibly expect was going to happen from CNN? Everything he's done has been met with zero consequences. And what has happened now that he was caught, not by CNN, but by the Washington Post, advising Andrew Cuomo about his sexual harassment uh, complaints? The consequences from CNN? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. They treat this guy like he's a freaking rock star. He's a guy with no ratings and no talent. And they treat him as if he is the man. Well, it's going to continue to happen because the consequences from CNN over and over again are nothing. This is the Glenn Beck Program.